0: Hello the internet, sorry for the rough transition there, welcome to Tuesday, August 10th of the year of our Lord Umbasa 2021, and yet another episode of Best of Five. My name is Elon, and I'm here with my cohort Ace King Offsuit Jurek. Sharpie will be joining us in a little bit after we do our initial discussion due to
1: Oh, but, well, she, the she's nature. running a little late. She's running a little late.
0: The so, nature of late.
1: The, the nature of late. Yes. If, if that's the opposite of the nature of early? Yes. What even is the nature of early?
0: Well, the nature of early is like, you know, the morning dew. You wake up first thing in the morning, that nice old sunrise, have a cup of coffee in your hand, and you take a sip and you go, Ah, uh, well, made it another one. Uh, <laughs> nature the, of late uh, is the opposite of that. You know, you get home, you look outside, you don't see any dew on the grass. It's got like that weird haze after the day and you just take a sip of your coffee at 8 p.m. and you go. Uh, well, survived another one
1: oh man we we i have so many questions and i'm not gonna ask any of them right now because uh, okay. we've got we've got a
0: packed show don't we we have a very packed show uh and we should get right to it because for the first time in this show's history we're not starting with a recap not yet not yet first let's go ahead to our first topic of the night Initial thoughts on EVO because EVO started this w- last week or this week?
1: This past weekend.
0: This past weekend. Uh, so we got to see some crazy, crazy Skullgirls action. We got to see some crazy, crazy Guilty Gear action. We got to see some crazy, crazy Mortal Kombat action. I almost said Mortal Kombat X, but it's Mortal Kombat 11. Uh, and it is the new overlords of EVO, which are Sony and Enterprise. No. Something with an E. RTC, thank you. I can't remember the name. But anyway, um, and it's the first time we've had Evo Online. Obviously, past Evo Onlines didn't quite happen due to the nature of stuff that I would not like to bring up again. Uh, But Steve, what 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 are are your thoughts on Evo today? Or Evo this week?
1: Well, did you get a chance to watch any of Evo this past weekend?
0: Yep, I was going to watch the Latin America stuff, and then, you know,
1: they canceled it. That was an unfortunate thing. Uh, Guilty Gear Strive, the Latin America uh, event. uh, Unfortunately, their top eight was not streamed outside of one match. Um, They ended up canceling the stream due to uh, connectivity and technical issues. Um, There were reports that it was due to the internet connection uh, that the players had to deal with because there was, you know, the Latin America region included South America, which is pretty big, uh, as well as Mexico. There were quite a few Mexican players in the in the uh, bracket facing South American players, and that is a vast, vast difference uh, distance. Excuse me. So that's a lot to cover. Um, that alone, however, was not the issue. Part of the the other part of the issue was the um, there are some issues with spectating right now, and when you have a poor connection, that is exacerbated. So. They could not put on uh, a very watchable show. There's a clip uh, where it just, they're trying and it just pauses like every second and it was was rough to try and get through. Um, But yeah, that was probably the most notable or the most visible issue a lot of people had uh, this past weekend and it's really unfortunate.
0: Yeah, and I want to I wanna add to that, too. Because uh, here, here's the thing. Yes, this happened during EVO. Supposedly the biggest fighting game tournament of the year, right? Uh, but this is the first time we've had an event like EVO online. And this is also the first time I think we've seen a quote-unquote major for Guilty Gear, if I'm not mistaken. And, you know, Guilty Gear has had its share of problems on release uh, as far as, like, uh, lobby system and it and such go so it's one of those things where i'm for like i it, the the first knee-jerk reaction is to be like oh evo sucks blah 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 but it's you know it's a new format with new things happening for everybody involved so unfortunately they didn't go our way
1: i i think part of it uh and a lot of the reaction i've been seeing especially from uh people in South America and Mexico is the idea of putting those two together. Uh, it, it it feels it's not Evo's not the first to do this uh mm-hmm. to group Mexico with South America. Um but it does feel like uh to them it just feels like okay it's the rest of the world. Yep. You know, you got North American Canada, you got Europe, and then, oh, you've got this chunk of land down here under North America, Eh, just throw them all together. And people feel a little disrespected by that. They feel like they're being paired because, well, most of them speak Spanish, and not because of anything logistical. Uh, You know, it's 4,000 miles going from Mexico City to uh, Brazil. That's a ridiculous length to try and do any sort of online match with and let me add to that too as someone who is brazilian
0: uh of course yes uh having like the whole all the rest of latin america is together thing it absolutely does feel now granted i don't live in brazil anymore i live in the u.s obviously uh or maybe not obviously i don't know uh the the thing that i think bothers me the most is geographically all the way down to panama is still North America, right, and having it just be called, oh, Latin America, it's like, hmm, eh, you know, <laughs> it's just like, oh, we have North America, which is the United States and Canada, and the rest is Latin America, so, yes, I uh, I absolutely do agree with that sentiment, where it feels kind of, mm mm-hmm. uh, But, yeah, and it's, it's a wonder to me that they would do something like that. Because uh, I think somebody actually put a graph of this where the U.S. fits in continental South America And in, I- uh, in, in a way that it's like, you can see, like, from coast to coast, continental, or the continent of South America and the U.S. are as wide as they are. Like, they're equally as wide. However, lengthwise, it's, like, triple the what you would expect, especially adding Mexico and the Bahamas to it. Whew. The Caribbean and stuff, it's crazy. Oops. So, that's definitely, like, a weird logistical error, I would say. However, again, I feel like this is one of those things, again, where this is the first iteration of this, right? We've never seen an EVO online before. So, I feel like there's a lot of holes to be stepped in and that's a hole they've stepped in and they sure tripped over it real hard. They probably sprained their ankle on it, but I hope that this is a mistake they don't make again.
1: Well, I I hope they're not in a position to have to make this mistake. I hope we're able to run offline events next year. I have a feeling Um, Texas and Florida have something to say about that. But anyway, uh, moving on. (laughs) Um, but in you know, the idea of this being sort of a one off year, um that's something that's been in my head a little bit when you talk about uh you know, the ex- the experience that some people have had in brackets because uh one of the other things and we'll get into that with uh maybe we won't get into it, but uh something Leffen brought up after spoiler alert he won uh Guilty Gear Europe is that he had to spend a lot of time waiting on disqualifications. Mm -hmm. And this is something we saw when uh, online tournaments first started up, uh, the first few big ones, and then it kind of dipped because everybody got used to it. We haven't had any sort of these uh, online tournaments of this size in quite a while, especially none with the brand name of something like Evo attached to it. So you had a whole lot of people signing up um, and, you know, combine that with the fact that, you know, unlike previous Evos, you don't really have to make a huge commitment to go there. Uh, you don't have to get time off of work. Uh, you don't have to take vacation time. So maybe you may maybe a lot of people signed up and just forgot or had something come up. But I was going through. Uh, Some of these brackets and pretty much every every bracket I saw had at least uh, 35 percent of the matches and losers end in a DQ. And that was actually on the low side. Most of them were around uh, between 40 and 50 percent. There were a couple actually uh, like the Latin America Mortal Kombat tournament and the European Mortal Kombat tournament were both around two-thirds of, of matches ending in DQ. So if you're one of the one-third that showed up, that's a lot of waiting around you have to do. So I know that soured some people's enjoyment of it. Um, I, and I don't know what they can do o- outside of charging an entry fee.
0: I have a counterpoint to this. One of the reasons why I stopped going to offline tournaments is because I I hated waiting around between matches. So, I feel like this is a thing that happens offline or online. I specifically remember a DreamHack Austin. Uh, This was like right when Street Fighter first came out. I think this was 2016. Uh, I specifically remember a DreamHack Austin where, free entry fee, I played two matches and got out of pools.
1: I mean, so I, I don't mean, think this
0: is, is I don't think this is a an online exclusive thing specifically because, again, like I remember waiting. I think it was a Texas showdown and I don't mean to blow up Texas showdown because I love Javi and I love what they do. But this was one of those points where, like, I was sitting there waiting for this and this happened at final round as well. And again, I don't mean to like this isn't a dig at. uh. Oh, my uh, God. Larry. What's the T.O.'s name? Uh, Larry. Larry, thank you. Uh, This isn't a dig at Larry and this isn't a dig at Hobby. I think it's just a personal me thing where I would play my first match, would have to wait 20 minutes because my opponent did not get there in time, then would have to wait an hour for my next opponent. Like, I'm not exaggerating, like, an hour, right? And it's either because the people running the pools weren't moving along or because we were waiting for a match on stream. So. I feel like that's a universal issue that I've always had an issue with, so bringing it up with just an online tournament, it's like, especially with Smash GG, Smash GG is meant to keep things moving, uh, so I feel like that might just be one of those things where people were at home board, so yeah, that's all but I want to say even... about that. Not that, least... not that it's not an issue, Yeah, but that's my feeling towards it.
1: You know, at least when you're at home, you have you can be on your computer, you can be on your phone, you can entertain yourself in some way while you're waiting, so that you know it, you're not captive to that pool station like you are in an mm. offline event. Um, but I mean, it you know it it happens with offline events too. I remember when I ran a bracket at Combo Breaker for uh, uh, Combo Breaker was another <laughs> Uh The Rivals of Aether and it was a 16-person bracket, and four people showed up. Uh, You remember the shirt monsters from KOF 13 at EVO? Oh, yeah, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's just we're not used to seeing it in this big of degree across so many games. When you have 7,000 people showing up, and they can do so for free, Mm -hmm. you're going to run into this. Um, And like I said, I don't know how you can really... uh, change that without doing putting up some sort of barrier to entry like an entry fee or maybe even a deposit that you get back if you show up or something like that and i don't
0: know if that's necessarily worth worth doing or we can streamline how we run brackets and i mean i mean that in the sense of i know smash gg does a good job of this with keeping everything on time but i just feel like 10 minutes is too long of a too long of a what do you call it like a grace period 10 minutes five minutes i think that's too Damn long especially when yeah, the check in wait time it's like you sit down, you check in, and all of a sudden you're sitting there for ten minutes to this like to see whether your opponent shows up or not that's way too f-ing long, sorry for cursing, but this is something I'm passionate about, especially because I participated in a tournament for the first time in a long time this week. I went one and two, suck it, i didn 't go in two uh, but it's like you know like why. And, and this I guess this is an issue I'm having with life in general, so I'm sorry for unloading this, but I'm going to do it anyway. Uh, why am I there on time, right when the timer starts, and my opponent shows up at minute 9 of 10, and then I have to play the match, you know? Like, I feel like I feel like this is something we just need to streamline. If people are not at their... Like, this is a thing. It's like... It, and I don't want to call other people and consider it, because I'm sure there's, like, a lot of other things happening, right? But from... My selfish side, it sure it sure seems like uh, it sure seems like it's uh, like it's people being considerate. But again, I people live their lives. There's a lot of things happening, and I'm doing this while I'm banning somebody in our chat. So hooray me! Uh, Thank you. But yeah, but yeah, it's like it's like I don't know. I feel like the brackets could be streamlined. I feel like there's too much leeway for people being late and inconsiderate and holding up a tournament. I think that's the fix, honestly. Make it a make it a five minute. Uh, grace period and even that I think is too long and then two minutes with matches and the way Smash GG works is after your match ends you check into the other one there should be no reason why we're waiting more than five minutes after somebody's match is over to check into another match you know what I'm saying that's me yeah. sorry I got worked up on that one
1: <laughs> it's okay it's okay this is hopefully a unique uh, challenge it's, that they it's have not. to face this year it's not Um, It's been happening for so long. But speaking of things being a unique challenge, um, there's something that's kind of been at the back of my head. And I'm really hoping that it's just because this is a one-off year, first year hitting the ground running, trying to get things going. Um, But obviously, you know, we didn't have info on, on streams for pools when we were with you last week. Uh, we found out a couple days later that there were no streams for fools, um, yeah. which decision? It it it's. I understand if you know the budget is limited for this one, or they're focusing it all on the offline event in November. Um, you know, there's there's a couple different possibilities for this, which you know I don't personally like, but you know I understand. Uh, but they also really didn't talk about uh, pools happening on social media either, mm-hmm. um, which is and- upsetting. My favorite part of tournaments is pools, probably because that's where I live. <laughs> we all live there, <laughs> um, and 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 you combine that with you know things like not tweeting about the results of Evo Latin of the uh, Latin America event um, after after the stream got canceled. All of those just like start digging into the back of my head and think maybe all they care about is the spectacle Mm -hmm. you know all they care about is the top eights and you know I I understand that because that's the most popular thing but think about your favorite movie think about how it ended and how awesome that ending was speed what would that ending that's okay what would that ending mean if you took out the first 80 minutes of the movie very true Especially with spill Yeah. The end of the story matters because the beginning of the story made it matter. You mm-hmm. know, the moments like the you know, having Sculzer, and I know he goes by a different name now, but Skulls are getting bodied and then going on Twitter and saying, I'm going to get better next year, day by day, so I'm gonna beat you, Gustavo. That stuff is awesome. Stuff like, uh you know uh I forget his name, but he, he he took off his shirt when he was playing Punko, and then Punko took off his shirt.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I like, remember. M- moment, moments like that are part of what makes the event awesome. It's not, you know, the finals are amazing, but there's this other amazing part, too, and I hope that that doesn't get lost in the shuffle uh, in terms of a sole focus on, on the finals, on the big spectacle.
0: Yeah, and so Blue also brought up Vaye beating Bonchan with Hugo. Hugo versus Sagat in Street Fighter 4. That was amazing. But yeah, uh, I I honestly, I want to believe that this was a logistical thing. Because logistically, pool streams are difficult in in an offline setting. I can't even imagine on a size of a tournament like EVO, especially split up into different regions, how they would do that. So I feel like that might be a logistical thing and I'm willing to right I'm willing to yeah. say like I understand um but yeah um it might just be it, it might, it might just be a thing where we just it, it's unattainable for a large tournament to do offline or uh, online polls you know but I'm sorry go on what were you saying Steve
1: I was going to say it's just you know obviously this year is a unique year both in terms of the fact that they're having to run this online and in terms of the fact that it's under this new leadership, mm-hmm. it's the first one. And it's the first time that they have a second event in the U S that they have to plan for during a pandemic. Mm-hmm. So there are a lot of reasons why this might not get the focus that it did, uh, yeah. that we would like to see. Mm-hmm. And I understand that. I just hope that going forward, uh, we can see a little bit more focus on the buildup before the crescendo.
0: Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, like Blue's we, saying in our chat, Evo is like really the first online actual
1: major because it's got like, hella numbers and hella tournaments. Yeah, like, and we should probably start talking about uh, the results on some of them. Okay.
0: Um, before I we know start, a- I know before we start talking about results, I feel like uh, we're missing someone.
1: I was, I was hoping she's here. Uh, Sharpie, did you get here yet?
2: No one mentioned Skullgirls. What do you mean? How was I supposed <laughs> to be summoned? Everyone's you, sitting here you? talking about this and that and this and that, but no one's saying the important thing, which is that Skullgirls currently on sale for three ninety nine. Go to Playskullgirls.sharpiepls.com to pick up your own copy. It's also available on Steam. Grab the Season One Pass. Umbrella has been announced for next month. Play Skullgirls.
1: So so, I I it's like Candyman. You're you're like FGC Candyman. Say skullgirls five times in the mirror, and Sharpie appears. <laughs> uh, well no comments. are doing? How are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we haven't
2: what seen you I gonna in a Sharpie ad.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a good addition. But we haven't seen you in a hot minute, Sharpie. How's it going? How was how was uh, the it's experience? going? Pretty
2: great. You know, I'm I'm actually really happy. I'm the very first woman to ever open up Evo Day One, and I'm also the very first person to have ever commentated at Evo online. So it's going pretty great. I'm, I'm pretty. And happy. you know
1: what? Not only did you do it, you did it very well. You, mm-hmm. I Thank really you. like the team of you and Jammers. Yeah, uh, I, I
2: enjoyed commentating with Jammers too. Jammers before we went into all of it. I do, uh, especially for really, really big events like Evo, like Combo Breaker, like super huge events where I know the audience is going to be very important. You know, I try to do uh, practice sessions with all the people I commentate with just for me mostly. And if they don't want to do it, they don't have to do it with me. But I always practice and I like to practice with my co-commentator because it helps me. Um, so when we were practicing Jammers was like, yeah, you know, I don't really I don't really play the game all that I'm mostly a street fighter player and the entire practice session he was just doing so well and commentating went flawlessly because he took that extra effort to go through the patch notes to go through the characters with me and everything and I was just he did a great job. Honestly, it was very nice being able to commentate with him.
1: He doesn't oh, yeah. play.
2: He he used to play. He doesn't currently compete or play. He's focusing now on, on on another. Right. Right? He's, he's, he's <laughs> phenomenal.
1: Jammers, props to you, good sir. You did quite yeah. well. Sharpie, amazing job. Um, can we talk about the tournament that you commentated?
2: Oh my gosh, yes. We definitely should. I believe we also have the results of that tournament here. But I had yeah. the fantastic pleasure of commentating Evo Skullgirls for specifically the Asian region. And that included players from uh Portugal I'm sorry not Portugal oh my gosh the Philippines <laughs> uh Russia that it- I'm sorry not Russia but uh, Taiwan China Japan uh really anything specifically in I would say like southeast Asia area so we had a lot of Japanese players getting very far in the bracket and I was very happy to see that I actually think Russia's included in the EU um but Russia's in Asia so
1: Part, it's a Part, part of that it is. Part of it is. It's a little. if most of the country by land is in Asia. Most yeah. of the country by people is in Europe.
2: Okay, it's, it's, that makes it's sense. weird.
1: Um, gotcha, Alan. C- could you actually pull up graphic number two? Yes, we can, first? Steve. I, let's first of all. Actually, I I missed it.
0: We missed doing it at the top of the show. But Steve, hit us with the. With the I said countdown recap. Recap, please. <laughs> please give it to me
1: let's talk about Skullgirls, the event that kicked off evo online asia Here we go what a fantastic showing that was and what a dominant performance from penpen Pen. did so not Pen drop Pen, a yeah single didn't lose game. a
2: single game in the entire tournament he literally 3-0'd everybody uh penpen Pen is actually considered one of the best players in the world So uh, there was a moment where I was commentating and Jammers asked for me to give like a prediction and was like, hey, you know, who do you think is going to win this tournament? Is there anyone here that can beat Pen Pen? And I was just like, no what he asked me was who do you think can take down pen pen and then i literally immediately replied nobody in this bracket like it wasn't even (laughs) i'm not gonna lie to you the talent inside of that bracket was very good these are not bad players these are very strong players that i think would give players around the world a run for their money but pen pen is next level he's someone that has consistently taken uh, sets off of sonic they have very very consistently performed inside of Kumites against other regions and come out as the top. And they are someone that uh, I I actually had the good pleasure of of bringing Pen Pen to uh, Combo Breaker, which was actually his very first time ever inside of the United States of America. And he actually, I believe, got top eight inside of that tournament. He ran the gauntlets to get a large number of American players, some of which were the best at the time. So to see him progress to this level just means that he's been doing nothing but playing this game the entire time, the same as everyone else here. He has a very, very high chance of actually um, 100% getting first place in the Evo Invitational later this year. And it's really up to a remainder of the community to, to reach that level very quickly. But um, he, he did phenomenal. He did absolutely phenomenal. Uh, would you like for me? I'm so sorry, Steve. You have the results oh, here. It's all good. Did you want to do the it's... results or would you like for me to? You, <laughs> I have you, a lot you, to say. You...
1: <laughs> here, you, you want to do the results for this one?
2: Thank you. Yes, Take I would. I would love to. <laughs> she... Sharpie, give us the recap. Well, I'd love to, Sharpie. <laughs> Thank you so much for that fantastic introduction. Um, I'm sorry. So, in first place, we had Penpin, the absolute god, didn't lose a single tournament. Didn't lose a single game in the entire tournament whatsoever. Naminori, a close but distant second place. Uh, Naminori is very well known inside the Japanese community, runs the events, uh, very frequently has been playing uh, just as long as Pen Pen. Um, and they they are one of the people inside the community that actually helps translate between the US and Japanese community. So super happy to see them there. Uh, RISENT and i only know them as Raw is actually a philippines player they uh they are one of the discord mods inside of the main Skullgirls discord but they're they performed very well here we have Hiroshire, another japanese player uh koto ichigo uh which some may know as uh 619 man uh old huang who's this is actually his very first time inside of an international bracket like this that we're seeing him and i'm not familiar with this player in any way, shape, or form, he just came out and top-aided. <laughs> just crazy. The only Taiwanese player in top eight, uh, the Taiwanese community is not very well-known inside of the Skullgirls community, so it's very interesting to see that a, a Taiwanese player, uh, perform this well. San also a well-known player as I of Japan, and KST is a J- Japanese player who many know because he actually comes out with b- big band, uh, sounds and videos of like remixes and stuff on youtube which is awesome uh obviously ninth place was shared by acid wolf hidari long m3 lucas uh 13th place went to hinawajin hinawajin nagayami sintoko and sweet marta bach Uh, so my favorite to actually get into top eight was acid wolf and hidari and i was very surprised to see that they did not but um, yeah, it was a very, very good bracket, very good showcasing of some amazing Skullgirls. It was kind of clear to me that some of these people were competing inside of like a large international Skullgirls tur- tournament for the first time. There was a lot of differences inside of a lot of play styles that we see inside of this region and other regions, but it was still very, very nice to see Skullgirls played on a grand stage like EVO for the first time ever. It was I was very thankful to be a part of that opportunity.
0: And an opportunity, well, I, you had the opportunity to make it better than great. And I think it was amazing. Sorry, I sound Thank drunk you. there.
2: Also, I have a confession to make, everybody. Uh, one of the reasons why I didn't come in here earlier was actually because um, Skullgirls is not on sale for three ninety nine. It's actually thirty nine ninety nine. dollars um, The usual amount is usually $60. So if you go to the Steam page right now, you'll actually get it for about 50% off. Go to play schoolgirls at com and thank you for understanding.
1: We forgive you. This yeah, we once. Forgive you. Just this once, though. Yeah, everybody gets one. <laughs> so the Asia tournament wasn't the only Skullgirls action we saw this weekend. If you want to go to graphic one, I got gotcha. you. Because we went out oh of order. Man, did I talk order.
2: for like ten minutes on Skullgirls exclusively for Japan? Oh, I'm so how bad. How dare you, <laughs> Steve? How do you do this every week?
0: <laughs> how dare you get it- excited about things that are fun?
2: I love, I love this game. <laughs> I couldn't imagine if I had to literally go over the results of like ten different tournaments, knowing all the players. It's impossible.
1: <laughs> it, it, I did not come out the womb, look, uh, doing this well at recaps. It takes practice. It takes. It takes years of honing your craft to get as good as does it
2: so effortlessly.
1: (laughs) So, on the North America side of things, uh, dominant performance from Cloud, formerly known as Cloud King, Mm -hmm. only dropped two games the entire tournament. Didn't drop a single one until Top Eight. Uh, Strong, strong performance. Uh, He is your champion. He is headed to Las Vegas like later this year, and he's gonna be joined by Triviality, Triv Triv. Like he made, he made Robo Fortune and Peacock look as disgusting in keep away as you could ever imagine. It was an insane performance, and if you saw on Twitter, uh, he tweeted out after he made top eight about how he was twelve when this f- game first came out and he grew up with the game and now he's here, not just in top eight, but now going to make top eight of the global, uh, event <laughs> representing the U S what a performance, uh, the EG tandem of the kill Sage and Sonic Fox rounding out the top four. Uh, you see some very strong familiar names outside that top four, uh, Swift Fox Dash, uh, tied for seventh. Wing Zero. Uh, Rabble Flaggers. So, so, so good. So many great players. So much good action. If you did not get a chance to check this out, definitely go back and watch this. Also, can we, insane.
0: Can we give a shout-out to Don Hibiki? That's a very Don. underrated joke of a name, and I love it.
2: Don. Also, a- I want to shout-out Don Hibiki because... Don, uh, Don did phenomenal inside of Top 8. I know, I know, like, very frequently in, like, eSports worlds, uh, people typically just look at, like, the score, and they don't actually look at the match and when it went into the match and everything like that. So, like, when Don played against Fuzzy, um, it was a 3-0, but every single match literally was very close. And I know the memester I sound like, but it was just, literally, if you've never seen Skullgirls before, watch Evo a Top 8 because some of the matches that happen there are so beautiful and so amazing of Skullgirls, like, especially all of Cloud's matches, because even if they were, like, blow-ups, they were all very, very fantastic. They did a fantastic job of really showcasing the game's mechanics, especially played at a super ultra-high level, which I appreciated, and I know a lot of other Skullgirls players appreciate it. It's just, it, it isn't something that we frequently see outside a combo breaker, so to have this happen at another event, especially, like, the world's biggest fighting game event even if it is like online is just so nice it's really it's really honestly a treat
1: i agree all right so uh we gotta start uh blowing through some of these yeah i just realized <laughs> yeah i'm so too. sorry
2: i'm so sorry you mentioned skull girls and i'm just like oh man i know Skullgirls. i want to talk about that <laughs> i'm so sorry i'm so sorry steve no, we also t- it,
0: okay. it also feels like it's later than it is because we've already discussed the topic so
1: Oh, yeah. With so, that said. So we're, we're, we're getting into it, but we do got to yeah. uh, put a little giddy up in our saddle. So there let's were other about, games
2: other than Skullgirls. And what were they, Steve?
1: Uh, Mortal Kombat was one of them. Uh, let's start on the European side of things. Uh, Russia's Disarded held off Greece's K Top in the grand final. Uh, K Top actually made an insane run through the loser's bracket won 10 sets in losers to get back to Grand Finals after losing his second match of the tournament.
3: Ooh.
1: Wow. It, w- it took the long route, the scenic route to, to Grand Finals, Uh reset the bracket, but decided was able to pull it out. Both of them are going to be invited to Las Vegas, though. Uh, they are both qualified for the Evo Showcase. Uh, Austria's McCorin and... uh Spain's MK Javier rounding out the top four Uh, Italy well represented with uh, Asodamaze and Mirko in the top eight as well so congratulations to everyone there Uh, before we move on
0: I I know I know we want to move things along but I just want (laughs) to say one thing can we call going from losers side to winning grand finals the scenic route from
1: now on that yeah, absolutely i am 100 percent on board with that
0: okay please let let this be known this is now official in the fgc if somebody goes from losers and wins the tournament they took the scene and we're at we're out all right please continue
1: but they they gotta be in losers before top eight though sure that's that's agreed, the, agreed. uh turning our attention to latin america for mortal combat uh it's a familiar couple of names at the top Conqueror 249 and Killer Xenoc uh, Killers I can talk I swear uh, if you follow the South American uh, Pro comp- Mortal Kombat Pro Competition Liga Latina those are two names you often see right at the top of the leaderboard they do it here again they're both heading to uh, Brazil or to well they're heading to Brazil because they live in Brazil but they're both headed from Brazil To Las Vegas, they both qualify for the Evo Showcase. Uh, Sru, Payne, FZ, and Broseph rounding out the top four, uh, representation for Mexico and Broseph. Unfortunate we didn't get to see Dash play. Dash made it to top eight, but uh, was not able to compete on uh, finals day, so unfortunately had to bow out in seventh with a DQ. That stinks. Uh, you know what else
0: stinks? The fact that Gweeceptional is under Dash when Dash got DQ'd. Huge...
1: So, <laughs> I, I, I don't know, I know. if i I'm, j- I'm
0: joking around. I'm joking.
1: Uh, for some bookkeeping, if, I, I don't think I've mentioned this before. On Sh- I might have, but... It's got kind of exceptional, by the way. I'm sorry. When players are tied for fifth or tied for seventh, I just do it in alphabetical order.
0: Okay. Good to know. So,
1: so unless you can rearrange D and G in the, um, in the alphabet, that was always going to happen. We'll make
0: it happen for
1: next time. All right, let's talk Tekken. Let's mm-hmm. talk good ass Tekken because we had some good ass Tekken on display. Um, Shadow Twenty Z, big. Uh, you have to say it's one of the bigger wins he's ever had. Had to beat Junior in winner's bracket. Held on, knocked off Bin Chang. was playing incredibly well. Oh, yeah. And then held off Avery, formerly known as Run It Black, who was just running an insane uh, loser's bracket run. That set was crazy. So, another one I would highly recommend you go back and watch if you can. Uh, there were. Not just because of the the play, but because of the variety. You had 14 different characters used. You had Negan! Negan was in a top eight! And Negan almost took a game off of Anakin! Prince Blaviken was actually making Negan look really good! Uh, But you see the rest of the results. Chang and Mac... uh, formerly known as Magnificent, rounding out the top four. Anakin and Junior tied for fifth. Cuddlecore and Blaviken tied for seventh. Uh, moving on to the Asia side of the Tekken universe. Ooh, Book! Uh, Book has booked his ticket for Vegas. Nice. Um, beat Jules in the grand final. Jules who was who got double jeopardy by Book. They actually played in top 16. Had the He, he, he took the scenic route to Grand Finals. Uh, but unfortunately for him, was not able to solve the puzzle that it's Book. Uh, Book is the only player to qualify for the Evo Showcase because Asia ran two brackets. So you had this one which was Asia South, which was Philippines and Singapore and it included names. Uh, familiar names like AK, Reaper Rabbit, Coffee Prince, uh, Vermillion. If if you follow a lot of the Asian Tekken World Tour events, but the Japan and South Korea bracket was Asia East, and this was uh, some insane stuff. That's Gen, a, hell of a top eight right there. That is a hell of a top eight. Some uh, big big names. Gen and Chikarin. Met in grand finals, Japan versus Japan. It was Gen's day. Chikorin um, actually reset the bracket, uh, but Gen rebounded to hold off and get the win. Gen's headed to Vegas. JDCR and Rangchu rounding out the top four. You've got names like Kakoma, Chanel, Ao, uh, Pecos. So many good players in this bracket, so many good names, Hazuri metal is insane. It's just insane and I, how how oh, go ahead sorry I, I was just insane how good the Tekken is, yeah, at this level even even online, which say mm-hmm. what you will about online great players are winning these events. no one is fluking their way to a title,
0: yep, and i man. I haven't played Tekken in a hot minute, but I remember the last time I played, everybody was super excited about the new netcode. And it did feel pretty good last time I played. Maybe things have soured since then, because I do see a lot of people complaining about it. But anyway, all that aside, tension aside, I do want to do, give a special shout-out to Book. Because I know Book has been grinding the content creator life. I always see him streaming, I always see him playing amazing Tekken. Uh, so, big ups to Book. Also, big ups to RankJu, uh, former second World Tour champion, making it all the way to top four. Big ups to everybody. And also, uh, Mr. Good for being a good player and being in top 13 and having a great name, like Mr. Good.
1: Um, Can we talk about Street Fighter for a minute? Sure. We've
2: there got... are more games? It's baby. More games. It's Evo,
1: baby. <laughs> it's Evo, baby. Um, Street Fighter. The... the... What you can't have EVA without Street Fighter in some way, shape, or form. Uh, kick things off on the eastern side of Europe. Jamie TTM, she is insane. She got it done holding off Volcano Rosso in the grand final. Um, actually came back from uh, the loser side, got sent to losers by Volcano Rosso. But she beat Dr. Gulag and then uh, pulled off the 3-2 and the 3-0 in the grand final. And she did it with Flair because none of her matches were 2-0 or 3-0 except for the reset. And one other 2-0 in tools. Everything else was 2-1, 3-1, 3-2. So it, it, it was not easy, but she got it done. She is your, excuse me, your Europe East champion on the other side of the european divide it was it, it's coming home wow football may not have come home but street wow. fighter came home seven of the top 8 finishers in this bracket from the uk um it was an all uk top 4 and maybe not the name you'd expect but a name who has been in the mix for forever hurricane Holding off Promex, holding off Infectious uh, to get the title. He will be the one carrying the UK flag into Vegas uh, as uh, an Evo Showcase qualifier. You see the rest of the top eight. Gunslinger, uh, Mapulapo's been playing strong as of late. Uh, Luffy making top eight. Ryan Hart just missing out on top eight. Just missing out. Um, but a ton of strong players. Mr. Crimson, Phenom, Shiv Ryuken, Veggie, Will Tupac. You know, the, there's strong players everywhere. Yeah. Uh, let's take a look at, uh, on the other side of the Atlantic, we had uh, the North American uh, shot at Street Fighter for Evo. A uh, couple of familiar names up top. Idom versus Funk. Once again. It, it's like everywhere they, these two go, these two turn it into NLBC. Because, you know, outside of each other, they did not drop a single game. Or, or they dropped uh, one game each, excuse me. So they went to combine 29 and 2 in the tournament. Outside Crazy. of matches with each other. But Idom did edge out Punk. He is going to Vegas. Smug and Rob TV. Wow! Making top four. Also, shout outs to Joey. <laughs> oh, Steve, Minnesota represent. Joey, you the man. Even though you didn't do it during the Intel World Open, which would have won me a pizza. That's okay. I still got love for you. Representing the six one two. Show them how we do. Minnesota is nice. Um, by the way, Elon. Um, it was Joey and Shine who tied for fifth. Uh Ogion tied for seventh with someone else. Can you tell me who that other person was? Nope.
2: Are you trying Please. to say Ogion, by the way?
1: Og. oh, it was Ogion, I'm sorry. I, uh, this font does not have capital letters. Yeah. Um... Or it's all capital letters. It does not have lowercase. He uh, would just I'm, kill I'm me happy. if I let
2: you say the name like that is all. Well. I don't want to go to
1: Xanadu and be destroyed. <laughs> See, I can't read names. Alon, I cannot read names. You got to come through. Who, who, who tied with OG Yon? <laughs> come back. Come back. <laughs> you get to say it once. Nope, not saying it. You get to say Mag Negro once. Nope. Nope. (sighs) Steve, why are you doing this to Elon? Because I can't not do it to Elon. Street Fighter, uh, North America West. uh, Nephew, who is playing very well. uh, He held off Samurai in the grand final there. Um, He took the scenic route. He lost in top 32. So Nephew took the scenic route to the title. Ooh. Uh, Samurai, Jot, and Chris CCH rounding out the top four. Uh, you see Commander Jesse uh, in there as well. Brian F., Justin Wong uh, making top 16 as well. Uh, so Nephew is headed to Vegas, or at least will be invited to Vegas. And then let's talk about Guilty Gear. Um... We unfortunately did not get a chance to see these players play on stream uh, but Trema uh, excuse me Trema and Mike Saftig will get a chance to see them hopefully uh, in Vegas they both qualified Trema uh, pulled it off uh, 3-2 in winners final and three-1 in the grand final uh, to represent Brazil uh, Mexico's Mike Saftig finishes runner-up. Runner Ho and Rigama rounding out the top four. Also, shout-outs to MenaRD for almost making top eight. One have, game I have, short.
0: I have, I have one thing to say. Yes. yes. Yesterday, I played in the Justin Wong sub-tournament for Guilty Gear for the uh, Panda Bamboo Battle thing. And my first round match was against Mike Saftig. And at first, I was like, man, I'm pissed off I lost first game. And then I won the next game. Uh And I was like, "Man, I guess I am a scrub." But now that I see he's making top two at Evo and he won the tournament itself, I'm not a scrub.
2: Evo Elon, don't don't be this person. I can't let you be this person on stream.
0: If he won, then that means I'm good. Anyway, let's keep going.
1: Yeah, that's that's paying respect to your opponent. You know, you you didn't just you <laughs> lost to a number one seed. Yep. <laughs> you. That means you could be as high as a number two seed.
0: Yes.
2: And And nobody will know because you weren't the number two seed.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Exactly.
1: And let's close things off with arguably the most notable result of week one. Uh, Guilty Gear Strive, the European region. No, this is not smash. No, that is not a typo. Big Lef. Leffin is your Evo Guilty Gear Europe champion. You're gonna. People are gonna say, "Yeah, well, he played Chip. Yeah, well, yeah, you know, it's Europe. There ain't man, many good people here. here. Uh, yeah, he's good. He was rid- obviously you got to be good to be ridiculous in in Smash, but he was also pretty damn good." In Dragon Ball Fighters, one of Europe's best players for a while, mm-hmm. comes over to Strive, wins the European Evo Tournament. You you can't hate. Uh, you may not like him as a person. You may not like him as a personality, but he is, without a doubt, one of the strongest players to win any sort of Evo Tournament in a platform fighter and a non-platform fighter. Mm hmm. That takes an insane amount of talent. Yeah. Well,
2: you know also, takes an he amount? played Guilty Gear before before Strive. Yeah.
1: Like he played he Exert and
2: games. Plus R. He played. He yeah. he was he's talked about like how he grew up playing Guilty Gear. Like he plays anime games like that. I think people just know him for Super Smash Brothers because the Smash community is significantly better than the traditional FTC. So mm-hmm. it's like, of course, he's going to be more known for that game. Like it's just how it goes.
0: Yeah. You know who else is good? Blue for subscribing for 34 months. Thank you, Blue. And he says, both champions are chip players. F the down players. Um, I do want to say this. I don't understand, like, the the hate slash, I guess, like, polarization between of Leffen winning. It's like, he won. He's great. Why I don't people think people,
2: like, I'll be honest, with Leffen specifically, sometimes it feels like he creates an environment where, like, people feel better being mean to him. And that's not, like, excusing people that are mean to him. But he kind of, like, goes out of his way to talk about how he's better than everyone else ever. And, mm-hmm. like, he doesn't, he does that in Smash. He did yeah. that when he was just starting out in, in Dragon Ball Fighters, and then immediately, like, got trounced by a lot of, like, traditional fighting game players. So it's, like, I think that's kind of just how he is as a person. He's just a very boastful person. So when he wins something like this, the very first thing that he says is, ah, you know what? F all my haters. (laughs) Like, immediately, immediately after he wins, that's the type of person he is. And that's, like, not bad, because especially in the Smash community, I feel like there are a lot of people that are looking for you to fail. But I think there were less people looking for him to fail and strive and a lot of people just really happy to see someone that they followed from Dragon Ball Fighter succeeding um, mm-hmm. and I think it was a lot of a lot of conflation between two different audiences that kind of resulted in him saying something that like was only really meant for the Smash people to traditional fighting game players and that's where it got messy but the, it, he just he 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 ha- he's at that intersection of Smash and traditional FGC so mm-hmm.
0: It's always weird with him. Yeah, I
1: know. I, I, go ahead, Steve. Go ahead. I was going to say part of it is that, that, certainly. Part of it is he does stuff like, oh, I don't know, go on stream and pop off about how he didn't like how Evo was run, which he did about five minutes after winning the tournament, <laughs> which yeah, is perhaps to- <laughs> the most on brand thing Leffen has done in the last month.
2: Still not as bad as other people inside of the traditional fighting game community, though.
0: Sure. Yeah, like uh, I, I, I remember, like someone a we won't give ago. any
2: mention to whatsoever because they don't deserve attention. Honestly.
0: Oh, I know exactly who you're talking about.
1: Yeah, I don't, and I want to keep it that way. I will say though, um, <laughs> <See? sighs> there was a wise man. Well, his, his, his wisdom may be arguable, but uh, a Mister Rock. A kid rock, if you will. Uh, he once said that they say I'm cocky. And I say, what? It ain't bragging, mother trucker, if you back it up. Leffen absolutely backed it up. Mm-hmm. I think and he'll have a chance to do it. He's he's coming to Vegas. He's yeah. Him and uh, Uriel Legion from Spain, which yeah. great to see Spain uh, representation here. They're top two. They're coming. Get ready.
0: Yeah, was Leffen also the same person who suggested like, uh, top players get like special like yeah that was VIP rooms and, yeah that was and that was
2: Leffen the like, same Leffen that said straight up if you can't afford my subs like don't talk to me or something like that or like
0: okay
2: on people I, for doing for doing like customer service food jobs yeah that's that's mm-hmm. Leffen that's why okay. I was like Leffen's just that type of Leffen is mm-hmm. he's not like a small child. But I, I think of him kind of as, like, someone who has never been forced to do, uh, to do like, menial labor for money. Mm-hmm. Like, he's always had an opportunity to do something else. And so mm-hmm. I think that he sees the world a lot different than other people do. Because I think all of us here on the podcast have had to do things in order to pay our bills that we would have preferred not to do. Not, like, killing people. I mean, I can't speak for myself when I say that, obviously. But, you yeah. know, um, so we, 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 we understand that. that there are jobs that we have to do. And so a lot of like Leffen is someone who literally grew up playing video games and then got to a point where he could just keep playing video games. He's never really had to do anything else. No. So he doesn't understand people that can't just do what they love just because they're not good enough. So that that when I think about him in that context, it makes it a lot easier for me to understand a lot of the comments he makes. But it's also very sad because it kind of speaks to something that I think is very prevalent, specifically inside of the gaming community, especially with as big as esports gets, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I guess I guess I kind of understand why he's so polarizing now. But I still think, you know, the whole hatred thing, I think, is something we all need to shy away from. Uh
2: but what amazing results for Guilty Gear Strive, yeah. huh, Steve?
0: I was also going to say I want to look at the rest of this bracket because I accidentally just derailed everything. Uh, look at look at, look at, the Tides for seven. Aliun's back, baby.
1: Aliun, yeah, absolutely. Brictarium, strong player. Uh, Tide for fifth. Hashtag <laughs> bring Biken back. Why? That is the player's name. That's yeah. how they entered on Smash GG. I don't make it up. I don't, you know, I don't uh, do any sort of commentary on this. I just give you the name. That's the name. I'm sorry if if you if you're down with the hashtag, you're not down with the hashtag. That ain't on me. All right, that's on the player. Steve, did we have any other tournaments? Uh, There was one other one that we should uh, mention all the way at the beginning uh, because we had a CPT event Mm. for Australia. Uh, This was the only uh, dedicated event for Australia this season, and it was won by Travis Stiles, one of the strongest players in that country. Uh, He only dropped one game the entire way. Um, and that was to Panda in winner's finals. Everything else was either two O or three O. So dominant performance for Travis. He is qualified. Pardon me. He is qualified for Capcom cup. Now, now
0: that we have a term for somebody coming in from losers and winning, uh, what's the term for not dropping a game? Should we just call it the toll road since the other one's the scenic route?
1: No, cause that's gotta, they gotta pay.
0: Yeah. Um, the the expressway expressway
2: i like expressway i like expressway okay. a lot
0: yeah
1: expressway and the scenic route i'm down those those are terms that we're starting here we're gonna make sure they came they catch on chat help us out put it on Blue. the wiki Blue. put Big it on the fighting game dictionaries <laughs> put it on the fgc dictionary
0: okay Whew. let's we need to start moving on with our topics however Before we move on to the next topic, I believe there's a very important interview that we all missed that we need to watch. So, enjoy this interview.
2: Okay, so I wanted to thank you for making time out of your very busy schedule to be here today. Thanks so much for having me. It's really honestly an honor. Yeah, so I just had a couple of questions, and then we're going to make it super quick to just get you through. So, where did you start? So, I've been doing content creation for a while now. You know what I mean? I like originally started with League of Legends and before that I was doing melee and content creation. Yeah, we have quite a few content creators already. Um maybe we can go another route. Um what's the worst experience you've ever had in your entire life? Um y- you know, it was it was it was tough, but I I've, I've always felt like I've had a lot of positive experiences too. Okay, no, not positive, negative. Like, has anyone told you that your face looks like a dog's? Your forehead should be called a five head, honestly.
1: Where do you see yourself? Is that, is in that what that means? Like,
2: and money? How much exactly do you expect to be creating, exclusively doing a job that mostly 13 year old <laughs> trained animals could do? Please call girls. Whenever you're ready. <laughs> Sick. That was actually what it was like when I was interviewing to be on Echo Fox. So thank mm. you for sharing that very exclusive footage, Elon. Yep. I trusted um, you.
0: Yep. Well, you know, sometimes, honestly, I, <laughs> as soon as, as soon as you said that your face looks like a dog for some reason, I was just not expecting that at all. That was awesome. It just, like, cracked up hella hard. And that was it's amazing. really
2: funny because it's like these teams will always be like, so what do you offer? And you're like, this is what I offer. They're like, that's not enough. And you're just like, that's all I have. They're like, well, <laughs> what else is there? I mean, I see the downsides. These are the downsides. What else <laughs> is there? And you're just like, I showed you everything I had. <laughs> well. But, yeah, that's what it's. that's what it's like.
0: That's what it's like to get interviewed to go to Echo Fox. I'm kidding. Uh, wait, Echo Fox to, is later, to be on anymore, an
2: esports right? team. To be on an esports team. That's what it's like to be on an esports team. To interview for esports orgs is what it's supposed to be like. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, now that we have a little clarity into that, I think it's time for a block grab.
2: Block ram. All right. Wait, did you add that sound effects? Is that is that new?
0: No, I said it uh
2: <laughs> That was actually really catchy. Can we add that for next time? But yeah, glo-
0: I absolutely. What's what's
2: on the agenda for today, Elon? So with our we block have
0: board? Two. Oh, sorry. We have three different trailers that we need to react to. One of which I am not dropping into our folder right now because I forgot to download it earlier. Who are you t- saying that to? uh Okay, we have a couple trailers to react to. First, Sharpie, and I think this one is. The one that you want to talk about the most. Let's see what this is, shall we?
2: Jeez, it's about time! <laughs> it's so I, hey, I knew that all that
0: nagging would pay off. Well, all that nagging did pay off, I guess. Her words, not mine. Uh...
1: Umbrella. Steve, you're muted, I think. Did I mute you?
0: No, you, no muted, I you
1: muted me. Hungern looks like that is going to be a problem to deal with. And I am looking forward to seeing people deal with it. Grab.
0: Grab for Steve. Sharpie, block or grab? Uh,
2: the mechanic actually works off the hunger gauge that H- Hungern's gonna have, and it basically means the more that they eat, uh, the the different movesets they have, and if you get them at an optimal moment, you can do like a bunch of stuff uh i like that mechanic but i don't like full screen command grabs so i'm gonna have to block that
0: wow uh chat show us who you want because you're going to be the fourth member of the team here uh but while chat is getting uh their blocker grab opinion in uh in uh, while they're getting their opinion sorted out uh i mean full screen command grab
2: she's projectile involved by the way while she does that so like if you're getting bombarded by someone Ow. you can that's why that's why I was like I straight up am yeah. blocking that 100% Why wow. <laughs> it's full screen command grab projectire So unless someone comes over and touches you which there's no other reason you should be doing that move unless someone's coming over to touch you then that's happening and in okay. addition it's not a super so that can be her assist so if you're getting spammed you can just block have an umbrella assist come out
0: I'm a grab because I like that no <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, polarizing <laughs> opinion, and uh, the chat has decided to grab it. So that's two grabs and a block. Uh, so I guess maybe nasty <laughs>
2: grabblers.
0: Maybe maybe you know something we don't. Uh, that's totally possible. Uh, you mean how to
2: actually play Schoolgirls?
1: <laughs> that's that, very that true. Cuts that cuts to the bone.
2: <laughs> you mean, I mean how mean to not. actually play the game? We're guessing on. <laughs> yeah, I guess.
0: Uh, speaking of guessing. Can you guess what our next trailer is? Oh, you don't even need to because it's already
2: here.
0: More maids.
2: Right? People were complaining
0: that it's too many maids.
2: It's the ice climbers. That's so crazy. And there's a tree! Why is there a tree? Where did the tree come from? September
0: 30th. Okay, look, I don't even care. I'm grabbing. Me I'm too. S-
2: me too. That's a grab. That's a grab. This is easy. Easy Look, grab. You're I telling me I can a- wobble people in melty blood now? Yeah, that's a grab. That's that's a grab.
0: Look, I am a big fan of getting people trapped. Like, I played Misfortune specifically because if I could get her head on the opposite side of the opponent, I could just be like. That to me is amazing. Unrelated, Sorry, but she's the
2: most broken character in the game right now, by the way.
0: Okay, I guess I'm going to have to do it again then. Uh, so. I'm super into that, and there was a tree. I'm all about saving the trees, so I'm grabbing. Steve, what do you think?
1: They set up a whole table of food. That does, thats all I need for convincing. I, I'm grabbing. Steve, no! <laughs> I'm an easy man to please. You give me a table of food, I will find something I like.
2: It's not real, Steve. It's in a video Don't game. You can't tell actually eat me it.
1: That. Don't tell me that. Let me have my dream. <laughs>
0: I've been on this whole 30 thing, so I, I it's hard to look at food. I'm sad. I'm kidding. I'm uh, oh,
2: you're not 22 like the rest of us, Elon?
0: Nope. I'm sorry. I'm old and washed up. Uh,
2: I could never imagine being 30.
1: Yeah. All right. Let's play this next trailer. Uh, I don't, don't want to even listen. <laughs>
0: Thank you, Uh, also the chat did say grab overwhelmingly as soon as the mage showed up on stream. So I guess that's where we're at Here we go last and final trailer for the block grab of today What is it? Oh, That's the V skill Also, this comes out next week (laughs) Turtle I I don't even care about the rest of the trailer, Turtle. There's V skill number one. With multiple packs. Oh, God. That was nasty. Street Fighter V is about to get a whole lot wackier, and I love it. And he's also got fireballs, by the way. I never. I never thought Street Fighter 5 could look like that, and I'm so excited. And I guess this is something that we mentioned uh, last week after the uh, summer update for both Street Fighter and for Best of 5. Uh, it's so cool to see that they're taking more risks with these characters, right? Like, I feel like I feel like if Oro was to come out a year ago, he would not look at anything like that. And I'm happy about it.
1: Especially, like, two, maybe one year ago, mm-hmm. he'd look something similar. But two years ago... Certainly yeah. not. They're they're willing to get wacky with this, and I'm down for it. So I grab.
0: Mm-hmm. So a grab from Steve Sharpie. What do you think?
2: That's an easy grab for me. He definitely was not playing Street Fighter. That very easily looked like Ki. Like I could I could play that game. You know, I said the same thing about Monat. This is the second time I'm saying this about a Street Fighter character, but that looks like a character I would play, and that's kind of crazy considering like I don't play anything other than like two day two D anime games.
0: <laughs> hey, sometimes it takes a special character or two to broaden your horizons. Yep. Uh, so, was that a block or a grab? You said grab, right? That was a grab. Okay. Yeah, I did cool. say grab. Yeah. Uh, easy grab for me. I can't wait to try this out next week. Uh, I'm definitely going to be trying to do a breakdown. I haven't played Street Fighter in a long time, but I'm definitely going to spend a little time with Oro next week. So. Uh, and chat, we got some grabs. So, and Kwanzai is grabbing a turtle, and I love it. Um, so <laughs> cute and that is all the trailers we had for Black Rab today,
1: right? Did we have anything else? No, right? No, that's it. Uh, speaking of getting wacky with it, y'all, have y'all seen this DBFZ patch? I have not, but I it heard about it.
2: Insane in the men brain.
1: <laughs>
0: so, uh, here's I did not see the the DBFC patch. However, I have seen all the reactions on Twitter, and I got to tell you, that makes me excited for this game. Or DBFC. I it, was played it, in a hot minute. it was I
2: trending. It was trending on Twitter.
0: I have not played it in a hot minute. And seeing everybody get so excited about patch notes and how big they are is right up my alley. So what are... What, what's the big deal? What's going on with these patch notes? Why is everybody so excited?
1: Well, we have... Uh, obviously, all the characters uh, got some adjustments. But there are some big, pretty big system-wide changes um if if you can pull it up uh uh stretches it out i'm sorry
0: yeah it's okay uh here we can fix it we can fix it we have the technology it can be better wait that's the wrong way uh okay reset
1: (laughs) uh but there's a lot of big things uh z change Being one of the big ones. You can now Z-Change from special moves. uh, Not just supers. Uh, So that can be... uh, You can actually do uh, guard cancel changes in the air. Uh, You now have the option to do a guard cancel vanish for two bars. Um, There's just a lot of... You, you know, when we heard about this patch coming, we thought it would be just sort of, you know, just just some minor adjustments. Uh, but they, they're going big here. They're going big. Uh, one thing that unfortunately was not included in the update was any change, uh, any significant change to netcode. Um, so... For a lot of people, that's a bit of a disappointment. But if you're looking just from the in-game uh, in-game experience, you've got a lot of new things you can explore here. Um, so I know a lot of people are really excited about that. Wow.
0: Yeah, these are, like, significant. Huh. I guess they finally are making Dragon Ball Fighters the game that everybody wanted it to be, huh?
1: I, I, just,
2: I just didn't like how late it happened and the game's time span as all. Well. That's, yeah. that's all I disliked about it. But I'm very happy for all these changes. I, I do also feel like it's been a long time going, coming. And I'm also really happy because it means that people who, who are still playing the game will have a significantly better experience playing the game as
1: well. Absolutely. And, and we'll actually have a chance to check out uh, some of this play offline. Because in addition to the patch notes, uh, Bandai Amco announced the DBFZ uh, World Championship. And it's going to include online events as well as a, it's, it's going to be online events that feed into regional finals. Uh, and then players from that regional final, uh, those three regional finals. Uh, North America, Europe, and Japan will feed into an offline world championship. Uh, There will be an offline kickoff event, uh, which will feature some exhibitions uh, at the end of this month in Paris on the 28th and 29th. Uh, That will feature players from the U.S. as well as from Europe. So... Uh, we're we're gonna get a chance to see some high level action offline pretty quick uh, with this patch, which is out today.
0: Dude, I cannot wait. I cannot wait. That sounds really, really exciting. It's it's fun <laughs> to be excited about DBFC again. And I say especially that someone, since we can
2: play it offline now.
0: Yeah, we're get Well, I live in Texas, so I'm still stuck inside for the rest of it. Anyway, let's not get political. Uh, we have one more thing we want to talk about. Before we go today, unless, uh, did we want to say anything else about the new Dragon Ball patch? Uh,
1: If you get a chance to check it out, check it out.
0: Let's everybody go down, re-download Dragon Ball and play and have fun. Uh, Before we move on, uh, I feel like there's not enough music on this show. And we need a little bit more music on this show. So before we talk about Panda's Street Fighter Star, uh, let's watch this.
1: Light punch, heel right punch, slight punch, kick.
2: Everyone. Punch. Right punch, punch, light punch, heel punch, slight kick. one Light punch, heel punch, slight kick. Everyone. Light punch, heel punch, slight. punch ultra. Ah, right Put on light kick, punch, heel punch, slight kick. Everyone.
0: All right, well, now we know how to do an Iron Man Infinite. Thanks, Sharpie. <laughs> Why did the I make that video? <laughs> we
2: did need a, the more, you know, type of thing. Oh, man. oh that would have been great.
0: Uh, big thank you, Sharpie, for providing us with these fun sketches so we can um, pause and breathe and enjoy. This
2: we'll have even more in future episodes. Very excited to be making content for one of my favorite fighting game talk shows. Best of the...
1: I I like how this is the one you're on, and this is one of your favorites. Like, we can't even get the top spot.
2: I got a better deal from Ultra Chen. They approached me last week and offered me ten times what you're paying me, Steve.
1: They always do that.
2: And I didn't want to make it public, but you asked. You asked. You you
1: twenty times what we're paying you right now. I need that in writing. I'm sorry. Wait, wait. wait. Um, What's twenty times zero? Yeah, we can do that. We can do that. Like, like if you show up on Ultra Chen, it will be like messy in uh PSG. Topical
2: more anyway.
1: topical.
0: Let's talk about Panda Street Fighter stuff. <laughs> we Star. have
1: Panda Street Fighter stuff. <laughs> so 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 let's set let the stage because we talked about uh how Street Fighter League is happening and Panda Global is one of the teams represented. Uh They have two members right now. They have Justin Wong, and they have Punk. Quality members, but it's a three-person competition. It's a three-person competition, excuse me. So, how are they going to fill that third spot? They announced today how they're going to do that, and it is something reminiscent of a reality competition. Uh, Let's take a look at the trailer for it.
3: Being on a professional fighting game team is mad hard. Between travel schedules, keeping up with streaming and content, and competing against the best players in the world, not everyone can do what I do. So when Capcom told me and Justin Wong we needed to find a third for Panda Street Fighter League team, I knew we had to get creative. That's why we came up with Panda's next Street Fighter star, where some of Street Fighter 5's top players will compete for a chance to join a Panda roster I hand selected some of the best in the game and over three days they'll live the life of a Panda Pro. They'll compete in a series of challenges, testing their abilities both in and out of the game. Whoever survives will be offered a contract with Panda and the privilege of having me carry them to victory at Street Fighter League. So catch all the action to see who will join Panda at our Street Fighter Star competition happening August 17th to 20th live on the Panda Twitch channel.
0: indestructible uh now hold on i I, I have a couple of things to say first of all i love this idea i think this is hilarious why no open bracket i'm kidding uh this looks amazing and i cannot wait to see what kind of shenanigans they do second right now there's three of them there's three of us pizza bet who you got sorry for
1: yelling uh if i gotta pick i got i'm gonna go with nephew
2: I was also going to go with
1: nephew. Damn. It. Fine. We'll give you the field. We will give you not nephew.
0: Okay. So Okay. Nephew, El Chacote and DR man- Mandrake. Uh yep. oh, man, I was I want a nephew too, but we can all three pick. <laughs> all right, fine. You know what? I'll be I I'll, I'll be the contrarian. I'll pick Mr. El Chakotay. You don't I lost have to, to pick, pick anybody. No, I'm you picking literally... El Shakote because I lost to him a lot. And just like in Guilty Gear, how I lost to Mike Saftig, if I lose to El Shakote and he makes it big, then that means I'm big. So I'm picking so, El Shakote.
2: Are they running a tournament or is it a reality TV thing? Or like...
1: So so it, it runs over the course of four days, the 17th okay. through the 20th. And... Uh, The first three days, there will be different uh, competitions. Day one is a test of competition. So you would assume that's how they perform in-game. Day two is a test of compatibility. I don't know what what that's going to be, but maybe it's like you hang out with Justin, you hang out with Punk, you try not to throw things at each other. I don't know. Uh, Day three is a test of content. So I would imagine they're doing something on stream. All of this is going to be stream. Um, I feel kind of weird for the two people who don't get this spot. I'm going to be I honest. Just, I just
2: want to say for the record, for the record, it would be significantly better, I feel, for the players if they just competed for their part in terms of skills. I don't. I think this is fantastic for people who get to watch and observe, I just, I don't like the kind of content that makes content off of people like this. And I know I talked to you about it too when they were doing Summit, remember? When they were like making people vote with money. Not Panda Global, but just like Mm -hmm. the act of it is so, it just, it feels weird because so many people are always like, yo, I hate this, I never want to see it inside of the fighting game community. And then, like, people will eat this up. I, I I, think it's great. I think this type of content is honestly fantastic because I think it's the first time we're seeing it inside the fighting game community really, like, ever, especially at this level. Like, the only thing we had before was that reality TV show, you know?
1: Mm-hmm, um, it's goat and yoga.
2: And that didn't really do this. Yeah.
1: yeah. I'm sorry. It, it gave us goat yoga. That,
2: <laughs> it did give us goat yoga. That was kind of crazy. I'm just I, I'm just saying from a content aspect, as a content creator, I'm like, damn, why did I not think of this? That's so fantastic. You know, that's that's amazing. Like, and you get all that free content out of it with really big names, who all you have to do is just bring them to like a couple of places and just film it. That's so crazy. That's easy. But also in the same regard, it's just kind of like, that would really suck if you did all of this just to get in somewhere and then you didn't. She said mm-hmm. as someone who entered a really big con you know, contest for, like, a company trying to get a hosting job and didn't get it. Yeah. which I mean, yeah. Like, it really sucks. Because you mobilize your entire community for these type of things. So Mm -hmm. it's like, it's not like it's... I know Punk was like, yeah, you know, this is hard. It's not easy. But, like, in the same breath... (laughs) you're not having you're not having to mobilize your entire fan base every single time you want to enter an event and then not even get that event bro so
0: very true well
2: that's 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 just me though i know i'm probably the minority here i'm still very excited for this because as someone who enjoys content maybe not reality television show content but just content in general like very mm -hmm. television-y content it, it it looks like it's gonna be good yeah, and I already and- thought of like a couple of like episode ideas that I could literally just write based off that not even related to this in any way, shape or form just from seeing that. So I am very <laughs> I am very excited for this.
0: Yeah, I can't help but think it's kind of corny in a good way. I mean, this in a good way of having like a test of skill, test of compatibility, test of content it just reminds me of like old school, like season one two Survivor yeah it's right. campy
2: i love that yeah. that's I what i actually love yeah, about yeah. this whole thing i love the camp in it i know you saw my videos earlier i love camp that mm-hmm. was like that was hitting all the right bars for me i was like ooh, and then i thought about it from a person aspect i was like ooh, yeah you know that's where i felt bad
1: <laughs> The one thing the camp is great though is, is you have to remember this is like this is not just a spot on the team it's or uh, on the street fighter league team It's essentially a contract with Panda Global. So it is they're not just on the team for this event. They're literally going to be on the team.
2: Yeah, Um, I guess if they're getting paid a salary it's totally worth but it's just like I just I I just it's really hard for me to see that because it's like it feels like you're making content off of people that aren't even on the team yet and they may not get reimbursed for that is all.
1: I hope that the two people who end up not getting in uh get a little something for i hope so too
0: i mean i feel like this might be a little bit different because the three of them did agree to be there so yeah and, I, and I do i'm not saying
2: it's bad right. but i'm just also saying that like they yeah, may have agreed nice. because they may not have completely understood what it was you know mm-hmm. they may have just been like oh this is your chance to get a contract here's the tournament you have to enter yeah you know Very type true. thing which is things that they do all the time for reality television show. They're like, oh, yeah, the Survivor is going to do this. When the reality is we've already determined who we want to win and who's going to win this event. Very you know, true.
0: very true. And I feel like
2: <laughs> I feel
0: like everybody already knows who's going to win. Specifically, when I that's asked why bets. that's
2: why I feel so yeah. bad about it. That's literally why I you feel know, so bad.
1: You know what? I- I'll do this. I'll I'll switch to mandrake so that all three of us have different picks. No, no, it could
0: be just a you you two versus me thing.
1: We offered that and you're like, "No."
2: Is that like that feels kind of weird. Why do you want the two black people on your podcast against you Elon?
1: Who and you wouldn't say a name Ron? earlier?
2: Who tied oh, okay. for 7?
1: Okay. <laughs> Well, that's going to bring us to the end of best of five. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Make sure you're checking out, uh, the Evo channel this weekend for some more fantastic Evo action. Uh, you see the schedule actually going across the screen below as I speak now on this side of things, you have the wonderful and talented purple Sharpie. You can follow her on Twitter at the purple sharpie on this side, before he disappeared, uh, our fearless host, Ilan. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter at Ilan One Two One. I can't call him fearless anymore cause he's afraid of saying Mag Negro. And then of course I am Steve Ace King offsuit jerk. You can follow me on Twitter at Ace King offsuit. Uh, we'll be here same time next week. Uh, we, and, uh, Sharpie, you got anything to say?
2: Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, Every real podcaster has a sign-off phrase.
1: Good night, Canada.